people don't realize it, that I went, Ravine, I said, that's a biblical word. So I got back to my, back then, um, my office and looked up the ravine passage in scripture. And that's where we saw that God brings a ravine in dry places. I'm like, let's call it the ravines. And that was how it was named. This is the Ordinary Christians podcast. Conversations with Christians living ordinary lives that are doing extraordinary things in this world. Ordinary Christians are being swept up into God's greater story of redemption and restoration for his creation. And in that, extraordinary things come from ordinary people. Ordinary Christians is hosted by Bob Bauer, the senior pastor at Faith Church, a multi-site church ministering to Northwest Indiana and South Suburban Chicago. So let's listen in on another extraordinary story from Ordinary Christians. I'm Bob Bauer. I'm here with Julie Hanks, the executive director of The Ravines, a ministry that Faith Church started that is flourishing, and we got, we're got we going to get into details later about that. But I want to begin with just get to know Julie Hanks. Julie, um, are you a summer or winter person? Summer. Definitely a summer person. Favorite cookie, if you need a cookie? Ooh, um, either a snickerdoodle or a chocolate chip cookie without chocolate chips. Oh, and milk. Eh, I could take or leave the milk. But. Really? Oh, I got, I'm just like a natural milk guy with it. Tell us about your family. Um, I have an awesome husband named Jesse. We've been married 18 years. Um, we have three children, a 15-year-old Jaylee, a 12-year-old Jaden, our son, and then our youngest is eight, and that's Jocelyn. And then if you were, as a family, going out to dinner, where's your favorite restaurant you guys would go to? Or food, <sighs> either one. Uh, we all love Lighthouse, so we would probably go to Lighthouse. Oh, that's a nice... Yeah. Our kids love like, steak. They know? love steak. Well, mm-hmm. I love steak, too. Yeah, medium yeah. rare, little A1 sauce on the side. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. We're off subject. <laughs> Back to me. Okay. Um, Julie, what do? What are a couple things about Julie Hanks that the audience of Ordinary Christian needs to know to really kind of get to know you? Oh. Um, hmm. I am very passionate Good. about what I do. Awesome. Um. I am a competitive person, which is probably not something someone would expect of me, maybe. Oh, that's good. Um, to get to know me. I Obviously, I love the Lord. Um, I love people. I say that constantly, how much I love people, and I want to know everything about everyone. Uh. Um, I love to study people, and I love to learn their quirks. Um, I love to individualize people and learn different things about them. Cool. Well, thanks for getting us a little that kind of get to know you kind of thing but let's go a little bit to a different level let's start asking the questions about the ministry i'm going to begin by just telling the story that you know but it really has something to do with what god did in me a number of years ago and i don't what would you guess when 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 did the ravines open 2009 2009 so a number of years before that um i had to minister to a of pastor who fell into sin, sad situation, and uh, wasn't part of our story called Faith Church, but we decided we would walk with he and his family to see if they can save their marriage, and we sent them to a Quiet Waters in, in Colorado, a ministry that was in a first time I ever heard of a marriage intensive. Mm-hmm. They came back, and it really helped them significantly in getting through the trauma of their marriage. And so I in our story, we had a family in the church, ordinary Christians in the church, if you will, that also fell into trauma in their marriage. 
And so I called them up and said, hey, will you take this couple? And they're like, I'm sorry, Bob, we don't do that. We only minister to pastors and missionary families from around the world. Hmm. I said, really? I said, what about ordinary Christians? And they're like, no, however, Bob, if you feel called, we would gladly train you and you guys open up uh, a marriage intensive. And in some respects, the rest was history Mm -hmm. because a couple people caught the vision besides me of opening up a marriage intensive for couples that fall into brokenness in their marriage in a variety of ways. And we, um, at the time, my assistant was Patty Jabay, and I turned to Patty and said, Patty, this is a real opportunity for us to launch a ministry that could save not just marriages, but generations of the trauma effect on marriages that fall apart. And she said, yes, I will take that leadership. And she really took the ball and got a board together. And we, in some respects, the rest is history. Now, Mm -hmm. you, she retired, and then you became the executive director. How Mm -hmm. long ago? Um, Two and a half years ago. Wow. Time flies. You're doing a great job. Way to go. And I'm really excited for the audience of Ordinary Christians to find out about the what is this ordinary Christians going to see extraordinary things happen in their marriage through the ravines. So I'm going to ask you questions. What exactly is the ravines? What is the ravines? So the ravines is a Christian based marriage counseling retreat center. Um, It's located in Lowell, Indiana. Now I'll I'll interrupt right there. Really kind of cool story that God did. So when once we got rolling on the donor provided the the place in Lowell Mm -hmm. and took me there to show me around. I said, what's that over there? I pointed in the, he goes, Oh, that's a ravine. And people don't realize it, that I went, Ravine. I said, that's a biblical word. So I got back to my, back then, um, my office and looked up the Ravine passage in scripture. And that's where we saw that God brings a ravine in dry places. I'm like, let's call it the ravines. And that was how it was named. Now let's go back. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's really cool. And I I kind of consider that a God-directed moment and a God-directed name. So again, what exactly is Ravine? You said it's a marriage intensive. Right. So it's for couples who are maybe having issues communicating. It's for couples who where there, there might be infidelity. Um, Which is a common client that comes, is correct? Yes, That's yeah. a pretty high mm-hmm, yeah. percentage a of lot, A lot of our couples are in major crisis, but they're not all in major crisis. Sometimes it's just, you know, we don't know, my husband doesn't know how to love me like I want to be loved or vice versa. Um, sometimes there's porn addiction. Sometimes there's... Um, past childhood trauma that they're trying to work through. And of course, that bleeds into your marriage. Um, there's there's some, sometimes it's where they're empty nesters now and they just don't know how to love each other anymore. Or sometimes it's a second marriage and they want to get it right this time. And so they'll come at the beginning of their second marriage just to make sure that they know how to get along and communicate. Now, what is the length of the the stay for the couple in the intensive? And, and, and let's start with that one. What is the length of stay? So it's two nights, so three days. So it's 15 hours of counseling is what they'll get over that time. Which is equivalent to how long? Um, about do? six months of counseling. What I, what I remember learning, um, being the founder in is the idea, I remember learning that moment where they said that you can get a half a year of counseling in an, a matter of time, but... When you go to ordinary counseling, which is good and helpful mm-hmm. therapy, oh, yeah. it's every other week and you spend the first 20 minutes of a 45-minute session kind of rehashing the last two weeks. Absolutely. Whereas this one, the counselor will tell us usually about halfway through uh, the stay is a breakthrough moment. Yes. In, yes. And that is why the intensive is so helpful. 
Like these ordinary Christians who are broken have this extraordinary um, breakthrough that God does in an intensive. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. What what does the day look like? Okay, so they will get there in the morning and they'll have a light breakfast and then they'll get three hours of counseling. Then after that, they'll have lunch, three more hours of counseling, and then they'll have some homework and dinner and then they'll get to spend time together. And they repeat that the following day as well. They have, they have a host couple. Oh, yes. So there is, we have wonderful volunteer host couples who really do the hard work, I feel like. They're out there and they're just serving these couples. They're praying with these couples. They're praying for these couples. Um, they're really just there to serve them in any way they can. They want them to feel comfortable. They, they don't want them to have any distractions, to have to worry about doing anything at all. And they just want them to focus on each other the whole time that they're there. And then um, they feed them, right? Don't they? They make meals. Oh, absolutely! For them. They it's, make their meals. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. It is a really a neat, uh, a peaceful place, isn't it? Tell yes. us about the beans. What does it look like? It's, isn't it like it's a pretty amount of acreage and? Yeah, it's on ten acres. There is a walking path in the backyard, um, so that and then, then it, at, during the walking path there are benches, which we do what you call bench time devotion. So we have a devotion book, and so as the couple walks on the path together, they'll sit at a bench and we'll give them a devotion at that point to read. And then they'll go to the next bench and they'll read the next devotion. Um, and that's really fruitful. We have a lot of people that say they loved that part of the ravines. Well, to the audience, I want to tell them a little thing. I won't get the exact numbers because we it's kind of a little bit hard to get the exact numbers. But when a couple falls into a major trauma in their marriage and they go to ordinary therapy and counseling, it's about 50% of those couples make it. And then uh, you compare that to an intensive, mm-hmm. the statistics are around 80 to 90% success rate. And that is really remarkable. It, it really, um, it, the, it proves that an intensive is a wonderful way for a couple in trauma, in brokenness to f- have breakthrough and become really extraordinary. Now, Julie, tell us, without names, just tell us some stories. <laughs> Well, we are extremely confidential, so it's it's hard for me to tell stories just because I don't ever want anyone to listen and say, oh, that's my story she's talking about. Right. Um, so that's actually a really difficult question for me. Yeah. Because I do not want, we we definitely don't want anyone to feel like their confidence is broken or that we are, we are sharing anything about their lives. Yeah. Um, so but I mean, really. It's, it's, it, I mean, I, I, I want to honor that, but I don't want, but I mean, it is common that mm-hmm. a couple that falls into like infidelity and adultery mm-hmm. that they come and they're miles apart like they don't even want to see each other i know oh, yeah. that the ride to the ravines has been painful yes like we've had it where there was a spouse um curled up in a ball in the back seat not wanting to come and they got there and they had divorce papers in their hands um and then at the end of it they said they were greeted by their host couple and Immediately, they felt she felt safer. The wife did, um, and then by the time they left, they were in that same parking lot, and they ripped up those divorce papers, and they were on the road to restoration. Praise the Lord! So, ordinary yeah. Christians experiencing extraordinary grace from God. Absolutely. Now, obviously, as a ministry that Faith Church started, mm-hmm. and we have a great relationship with Ravine. In fact, your offices are here at the Dyer Faith Church Dyer site, and we have that beautiful new office suite for you guys, and really. If you're in the area, come and check it out. It's really awesome. We'd love that. Now, the clients, uh, the couples, they Mm -hmm. come from Northwest Indiana only? 
No, they come from everywhere. Um, they come from Australia. They come from El Salvador. They're really all over the world, which is pretty amazing. And it, there's a unique relationship that we want post their stay. Describe that a little bit. I mean, um, like like the the church that they're part of. We try to get them into a, a an accountability group. That yes. stuff. So at, when a couple leaves the ravines, we don't leave them empty-handed. Um, at 30 days, we our the counselor, their therapist will call them just to check on them and see how they're doing and make sure that they're sticking to the plan that they made when they were at the ravines. Um, at six months, we check on them. At a year, we check on them. We just want to make sure that they're doing okay. And sometimes they come back and do another intensive. Sometimes they do follow-up counseling in our offices. They'll just come back for a three-hour or a six-hour. We also highly recommend that they get a mentor couple. And if and we want that mentor couple to be somebody that they respect and somebody that maybe is slightly older than them um, that has a really good, strong Christian marriage. A lot of times churches will walk alongside us and they will help that couple find a mentor couple. Um, and they're, I would say 99% of the time their church is walking alongside them anyway in any way that they can. Um, yeah. Even my own family, uh, extended family, have um, fallen in brokenness and they speak so incredibly high of the ravines because mm. they were in intense brokenness. Now, one thing we have to be clear to the ordinary Christian listening to this podcast is that if a trauma happens on Monday in a marriage, they don't necessarily want you at the ravines on Tuesday. No. Tell us a little bit about that kind of lag time. Um, we usually, you know, we get people who call all the time. I just found out my husband cheated on me. We need to come right away. Well, you need time to process something like that. You can't just... They're in the sh- trauma. Well, right, because you're angry. You're so angry at your spouse that you're not ready to heal from that yet. So you need, you need at least three weeks to three to four weeks in order to process before you come to the ravines and, and really hit it head on and deal with it. Tell us a little bit about how that would happen. Would they um, call somebody, be interviewed? How does that process to from, uh, hey, we need help to actually going to the ravines? So the initial thing is to call and they would talk to Sue, who is our counseling liaison. She is quite possibly one of the most empathetic people that I've ever met in my life. Um, and she's really just there to be a listening ear. She's not there to do any type of counseling. So she just kind of hears their story. So she'll hear from one spouse, and then she'll need to hear from the other spouse as well, because we want to hear from both of them to make sure that they're both on board, because if they're not both on board, it's not going to work. Oh, it makes total sense. As a director now for two and a half years, what have you learned? What has happened in you, Julie? Um, well, I sure have learned to appreciate what a great husband I have, I'll tell you that. Um, but I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about people, about... Um, about what God can do to just restore things that you think are just unrestorable. Yeah. I mean, there's so many stories of people that are incredibly broken and they they think they have absolutely no hope. Yes. And then they come and they leave and it's just this light. It's it's amazing yep. what God is doing. You're you have an um you're a non-for-profit revenge and so mm-hmm. there's a banquet and I get to go to the banquet every year and yes. I um that's where I hear these people who walk up to the microphone they look like ordinary Christians, and mm-hmm. they tell stories of extraordinary changes in their marriages. And one of the things that I've learned by observing is there's a hesitancy for for spouses to go to the ravines. Yes. Um, what are some of the things you commonly hear that prohibit people from actually going? We often hear, I don't want anyone to know there's an issue in my marriage. I don't want anyone to know that we're having problems. But if they really think about that, if... 
in eventually everyone's going to know you're having problems because you're going to be separated or you're going to be divorced. So why not just get there and fix the problems now? Get to the root of it yeah. before yeah. it's too late. There's a lot of shame, embarrassment, Absolutely. guilt, mm-hmm. and that's prohibiting. And usually it's the breakthrough like, okay, all right, I'll do it. Right. We'll, we'll do it. And getting that first hurdle of shame, guilt, and embarrassment passed, say, okay, we're going to work on this marriage. That's that's where we see the breakthroughs. Right. They're like, we're going right. to put our hard work into What do you got to lose? That's what a lot of times I'll tell exactly. couples. I'll tell you a funny story, Julie. You, I think I mentioned to you before. I had this couple that I was meeting with, really bad brokenness in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, well, the roadblock is, we, we can't afford that. And I just... I don't know if it was inspiration from the Holy Spirit or just being being a little sarcastic, which I can have a lot of fun with. I turned to him and said to him, hmm, you can't afford it. I said, was it last year or the year before when the two of you flew to the Bahamas? I saw it on social media. <laughs> and they went, ooh, you got us. Mm-hmm. And I said, why not invest in your marriage mm-hmm. way more than a vacation trying to heal your marriage and a vacation sitting at a beach? Not to say that we don't like that. Beaches right, are right. vacation and couples <laughs> like that. But the investment... And it's return, extraordinary. And I go to the banquet and I will always leave the banquet going, oh my gosh, what an amazing story. (laughs) And the other thing I observed, talk about is the effect on when they can break through and heal their marriage, the effect on the family system. Do you see that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So a lot of times we'll say to couples, if they're hesitant to come, we'll say, do it for your children. Do it for your children. Just give it all you got get here and, and just do it for them because it's a legacy, right? Like you're leaving a legacy when you leave and the, these children are affected by all your actions. Everything goes back to childhood. Even when you think about the people who are there, like say there's someone there right now and their childhood, right? Like what happened when they were younger and if their parents were still married, that's affecting their marriage now. Absolutely. So if, you're, if their parents are divorced, they're more likely to get divorced. If their parents fight all the time, that's what they saw. That's what was modeled to them. So that's what they might do in the long run, right? That's yep. what will happen eventually. I, I um, urged a couple friend of mine to go to the ravines years ago, and their marriage was on their way to divorce. And they talked about, you know, their kids are being affected by it. We got to get divorced. We got to get separated because our kids are going to be affected. I said, no, you, you don't understand. The ordinariness of your marriage and brokenness and what God could do extraordinarily to save that marriage, your kids will remember the marked moment when they saw your mom and dad went away for a few days, came back, and the legacy of healing that they, and sure enough, years later, I would say probably now 10 years later, their their children are going, we remember mom and dad's change when they went away. They didn't. They said, we don't know, now they're adult children, that we didn't know where you're going. Wow. You didn't really tell us. And they came back and they're like, we saw a marked change in mom and dad. Well, I'm like, think about the legacy of teaching your children repentance, mm-hmm. hard work, right, and change that only God can do. The ravines oftentimes, and you know, you can verify this, couples that go there, as soon as they get on the campus of the ravines and it's quietness and serene, they sense peace. Absolutely. And their marriages had none at all right. for years right. of peace yes. and the experience. And we believe that that's a Lord. Absolutely. It's a healing place. Mm-hmm. Julie, what are your dreams for this ministry? Oh, wow. Um, I would love to have another location at some point. Bingo. Me too. 
But that a part of that because I'm a high dreamer, green green uh-huh. guy, and, and I know you are a so little green that way too. <laughs> and yeah, maybe that is what we talked about. You know, maybe West Michigan. We talked about northern part of Chicago. And I think that's true. And if there ordinary Christian out there going like, you know what, we need one somewhere in America mm-hmm. or overseas. You're part of that dream. Let's how does it start? It started with a dream in my soul. Right. And a trauma that we got involved in as a church. And then to think what God has done is remarkable. Absolutely. And Julie, as we start to wind down, first of all, we want give an invitation to couples that are broken. Just give a random invitation. What would they do? Well, if if you're going through anything right now, we would absolutely love for you to give us a call or check out our website. What's your website? The website is theravines.org. And our phone number, if you want that, is 219-864-5063. Let's say it one more time. 219-864-5063. And we would love for you to have a confidential conversation with one of our staff members. And then because you're non non-for-profit. We're based on donations. And if mm-hmm. there's an ordinary Christian out there with or extraordinary gifting of, of generosity, how would they uh, contact you for a gift to the ministry? Um, they can donate right on our website if they would like to donate, or they can obviously send anything to, um, to us. Um, but they could also volunteer as a host couple. They could volunteer as a grocery shopper. They could volunteer as an airport driver. Um, we are always in need of volunteers to help us. Oh. Um, and if they donate, there it would go towards our scholarship fund, which means that if there's a couple out there that, that says they can't afford to come to the ravines, we have a scholarship fund in order to make it possible for them to come. Yeah, because so oftentimes, isn't oftentimes their broken oh, yeah. marriages mean broken finances yes, too, because they're usually a mess. And so it goes uh, hand in hand. Exactly. And they see their restoration there as well in, in their financial world. Julie, you oversee an amazing ministry that saves marriages for God's glory. Mm-hmm. You're an ordinary Christian doing an extraordinary thing with a great staff and team that uh, work together and with the host couples and the, yes. the therapists that we have, the Christian therapists. Thank you for sharing uh, the story of your ordinary Christian life in extraordinary ways. God bless you. been listening to the Ordinary Christians podcast. Ordinary Christians is a production of Faith Church in Dyer, Indiana, a Bible-believing, outreach-oriented, multi-site community of believers committed to changing the world one relationship at a time. More at wearefaith.org. For questions or comments, email us at podcast at wearefaith.org. This podcast is produced and edited by Jason Boltima and Brad Polinsa. On behalf of everyone at Faith Church, we say thank you for listening to the Ordinary Christians Podcast.